0: Everybody. welcome back to Five Songs or Less. Uh, today I'm joined by the famous Eric, who I've mentioned on at least two episodes, on Saddest Landscape and on um, You Without You, because those are two, two bands that I absolutely love that, that Eric introduced me to. Eric is a big folk punk guy, apparently. <laughs> he gave me uh, Pat the Bunny, so we're going to talk about that later. Hi, Eric. Hello. How's it going? Good, man. It's good to hear your voice. I haven't heard your voice in like, I don't even know how long.
1: It's probably been since I was living in uh, San Francisco. Yeah. So otherwise, yeah, uh, otherwise everything's been through Instagram for the most part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chatting
0: on Instagram or whatever. Uh, how long ago did you move back to Arizona?
1: Um, It's been probably at least close to 15 years. Jeez, man, that's crazy. Actually, probably about four, 14 years.
0: 14, yeah, yeah, somewhere
1: in there. Yeah, somewhere Dang. in that ballpark.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. enough to have kids. And is Cooper, I'll cut the kids' names out if, if you want me to. Uh, is <laughs> no, Cooper driving?
1: Yep. Oh yeah, he God. is. Yeah, he's driving. He's in he's in high school, going man. to the same high school that I went to. It's kind of weird. Really? Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's crazy. Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah, I live right down the street from that school. So he went to the same uh, middle school and the same high school wow. that I went to. Dang, man. So he's he's behaving himself in school a lot better than I did. So good. good.
0: <laughs> That's good. As far as you know, at least. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Eric and I met when we both went to the Brooks Institute of Photography a dumb piece of shit school that we dropped out of. <laughs>
1: yes, I
0: will agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> but you actually continued on. You continued your your education, I suppose. I just I went back home and worked at a record store. But you went to San Francisco.
1: Yeah. I mean, I didn't. I continued my education. I didn't finish my education, though.
0: <laughs> I thought you graduated.
1: No, I oh, ended up uh, getting back in contact with a ex, moving uh-huh. back to Arizona. And oh, that's okay. That'll do that. It. That's, yeah. that's the story of coming back
2: to Arizona. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's cool. though. Art. Uh, it was art Institute, right? Where you went? Yeah. Or no Academy Academy of art. Oh Yeah.
1: Sorry. The Academy of art.
0: Yeah. The Academy always seemed like a better. That's where my sister went. Um, I kind of wish I had, I had gone there in the first place, but if I did, we wouldn't have met. So, so fuck it. Um, eh, may, maybe the second year when yeah, I went who knows? there yeah <laughs> you might have ended up there and yeah who knows of course there was um, a
1: few more people wearing faint shirts in san francisco <laughs> than in santa barbara <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh
0: so yeah that that's how eric and i met though as dude decided to wear a faint shirt and i i needed to make some sort of friendship contact with anybody and i'm, I'm glad it was eric though because we uh I mean, we don't talk that often anymore, aside from the occasional Instagram chat or whatever, but we introduce each other to a lot of really great music and uh hung out a lot and have had some very good times. Back, yeah, a lot of then. those
1: bands are still bands I listen to today.
0: Yeah. So when did you get into like folk punk? I don't remember you being a folk punk guy back then.
1: Um, I wasn't. It's been fairly recent, to be honest with you, which is in the past. Probably two, three years. Actually, it had to be at least 2016, because I think that's, uh, there's a record label, Planet X Records, that I had tickets to go to the last festival, but we ended up not going, and I didn't realize it was the last festival at the time, Uh, but it it was Ramshackle Glory's last concert, which is Pat the Bunny's, one of his bands, Mm-hmm. It was their very last concert, and so I'm pretty upset I didn't go because of yeah, that. Sure, it was the tickets were cheap; it was fifty bucks for a fe- for the festival. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then the issue was once it came down, ticket prices and stuff like that. We ended up like, eh, we'll just yeah. eat. I'll just eat that hundred bucks because I had two tickets. And yeah, now I'm kind of upset that that, we did <laughs> that.
0: <laughs> was that something because Planet X isn't that out of the Bay Area.
1: No, they're out of uh, Bloomington.
0: Oh man! Wow, I had no idea. For some reason, I always assumed they were Bay Area, but I have no—honestly, don't know. I'm ninety percent sure it was Bloomington. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, on there. I just know uh, as far as the folk punk community, that label and the owner are kind of Mm. a blackballed per se for some some stuff that happened with the singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard, I've heard some stuff about that, <laughs> which is very unfortunate because that was one of my favorite bands, and it's the inspiration for one of my tattoos. So now mm-hmm. I have to come up with a different reason, a different inspiration <laughs> yeah. for that tattoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Man, that's cool though. Uh, I've never been super into folk punk. Like I, I, don't know very much of it. Like I, I think I messaged you or when we were chatting or whatever. I, I know AJJ just because he was on tour with uh, Ben Barnett after kind of like spitting broke up or stopped being kind of like spitting for a while. Um, they did like a, it was uh, Sean Bonet, I think it's pronounced uh, from AJJ and then Ben Barnett and this guy named David J. They did like a, a tour where they were just all playing acoustic and they would play at the same time and they would just play each other's songs. They did a bunch of covers and, and stuff like that. Uh, and that was the first time I had heard anything, uh, in that world. And people were so, 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 so into it. And it was kind of, I don't know, it was inspiring. Another band called like uh Koala cost played, which is another kind of folky punk band. They had like an accordion and you know, folk punk instruments (laughs) yeah but that's kind of uh and then i think that's kind of the only folk punk. i've heard some others like i heard um uh just some other bands that um ajj did some like splits with like ghost mice
1: there's there's so many folk punk bands that i mean i love folk punk but Mm -hmm. i really listen to just a handful for the most part yeah it's kind of a handful that i first discovered And kind of Mm -hmm. just stuck with them. Branch out a little bit, but for the most part, it's the same fifteen bands.
0: (laughs) Okay, yeah, 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 (laughs) totally. Uh, And you got two big ones. Like this guy's from Arizona, and AJJ's from Arizona, so you got two big ones.
1: Well, technically, Pat's not from here. He moved. He moved to Arizona, but that's okay. Okay, I believe Ramshackle Glory is the only. Well, Ramshackle Glory, and then anything later. Uh Was from Arizona. Yeah, he's originally from I think Vermont or Virginia. I know it's a V. I know it's a V.
0: (laughs) I remember seeing that. And then he, or he lives or lived in Tucson for a long time, right?
1: Yeah, he basically, if I remember the story correctly, he got, he went to rehab, Mm -hmm. and then he moved to Tucson. Mm -hmm. If I remember that correctly. Okay. Okay. Hopefully you don't have a lot of full punk listeners that are going to call me out on any mistakes. No, no <laughs>
0: I don't have a lot of listeners in general. <laughs> well, cu- before we get into talking about Pat the Bunny, um, when I've been having some new people on since Dante uh, decided to go live in the woods of Montana with his girlfriend, I've <laughs> um, been doing some like questions to get to know people, but I thought it would be fun uh, to do something about santa barbara do you think you could come up with five things that you enjoyed about santa barbara five like top five things of living in santa barbara
1: i don't know if i could do five to be honest with you
0: (laughs) maybe three i I wasn't
1: the biggest fan of santa barbara neither
0: neither was (laughs) i i was thinking about it earlier and i was like one of my favorite things about santa barbara was ventura
1: yeah that's that'd be one of mine too (laughs) The, the close the close proximity to ventura and it, la for concerts. LA.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh skate street was such a fucking rad venue. Yeah. I think I only went there I went there like three or four times. Do you remember go, how many times you went there? Did you go to any It was shows, right at, like It was right me? about It was right we about went, the
1: same. I feel like yeah. we went to all the shows together. Yeah.
0: There. Once we I, I feel like once we found people to go to shows with that was like we would always go there. There was some, I was looking at um, cause I was trying to find info on like the shows that I went to there and like some of the smaller opening bands that I didn't remember the names of. Mm. And there was a lot more that I feel like, why didn't we go to that? Like curl up and die play there while we, while we lived down there.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of it was just having days off and times off. Sure. Especially with, with Brooks. Yeah. With their schedule going on. it was, not as much time off as you would like. Yeah,
0: yeah. We were supposed to be paying attention to school and not <laughs> going yeah. to watch bands play. But yeah, Ventura was was cool. There were some things I liked about Santa Barbara. I liked the downtown area. I liked walking around down there.
1: Yeah, like uh State Street was fun to go yeah. just kind of walk around and just, you know, people watch type of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was always uh it was always fun kind of just wandering around down there. I can't even think of like a favorite food place there. Like nothing was I can't. that, uh, that I can't. Uh, the the habit that was like my first uh, finding the habit. Cause it hadn't like expanded outside of Southern California yet. So I was really excited about that. You yeah. didn't eat meat back then though, huh? Correct. Yeah. And now I don't, but you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, I never found any food that was that great down there.
1: Yeah, nothing really stood out to me. I can't remember the name of it, there were, but there was a place oh. that was fairly nice mm-hmm. that I would go eat when parents came into town.
0: Oh, okay. Because
1: okay. I wasn't doing that bill by myself. <laughs> yeah, no, no,
0: no, no. <laughs> I really liked the place that I lived. Do you remember that place, the little one bedroom I had?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I like that place. It was very pretty. Like it was big, tall trees and stuff. I don't think I ever saw where you lived. You lived up in like the the Mendocino or not Mendocino. What was that called? Uh, Montecito. Montecito. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I lived up up by Oprah. Yeah. (laughs) It was a uh, detached studio, but it was above the guy's office. So below me was his Uh, office and then it was a studio apartment up above. Okay. It was nice. It was, I mean, it's a super quiet neighborhood. Yeah. 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 Totally. I honestly didn't even have the a key to my place for the first six months.
0: What? Oh, Jesus! Really? You just left yeah. it unlocked? And
1: yeah. Well, it wasn't until I went back. I went back to Arizona for uh-huh. a week, and I asked the the people. I'm like, "Hey, can I get a key to my place? Because you know, I'm gonna I want to lock it from when I'm gone for a week." Yeah. They had to look around. They're like, "Oh, we, nobody ever locks the doors in this neighborhood. So let me see if I can find it."
0: That's so weird. <laughs> Even, even still, like, yeah, not locking doors in the neighborhood is, is one thing. But, like, you're coming to rent a place. Like, why wouldn't they give you a key?
1: Yeah, like, it never even crossed my mind just because it was on their property. It's a uh, pretty, uh-huh. you know, it's a nice, good neighborhood. I mean, it wasn't a locked community or anything. Yeah, but it, yeah, was, yeah. it was still just a nice neighborhood. So I never really thought anything of it until yeah. I went to leave. And I was like, oh, I should probably lock this. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like there's a whole bunch of, you know, Photography gear, just yeah, yeah, hanging yeah. out in my apartment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I can't think of anything else I really liked about that place. It was pretty shitty. I mean, it was it was nice, but it was just it wasn't my speed. It's your it's
1: your kind of run of the mill, uh, rich beach town,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: which you know everything closed early. Yeah, yeah, and that that was a big downside to me was. You know, seven o'clock, like everything is closed.
0: Yeah, 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 totally.
1: And I'm not a beach person.
0: <laughs> Neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't stand the beach. Like, yeah, it was, it was an interesting place. I went back once. I don't even remember when, but I went back at least once or maybe twice just to kind of see what, what it's like now. Like all the Brooks stuff is gone now because that school closed. Yeah. Um, that camera shop I used to go to is gone. Uh, oh, I can't I remember,
1: remember that camera shop. I spent way too much time in there. Yeah. Looking yeah, at, yeah. looking at stuff I could never afford. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the borders is gone, of course. Cause you know, all the borders are gone. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't miss that place. It was much more fun going to visit you in San Francisco for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't miss it at all. It's never crossed my mind. to like go back yeah, yeah, and yeah. just reminisce or reminisce. even just even look at, you know, what, used to be type of thing. It's just, yeah, I'm good. If I go back to visit an old place I lived, I'm going to go to San Francisco. (laughs) Sure. 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 Yeah.
0: Much more to do there. Much more
1: interesting. I still have,
0: have you been back to SF at all?
1: Um, it's been a few, it's been quite a few years. Yeah. It's been at least, at least 10 years. I haven't gone since my daughter's been born. So, Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. I need to go back. I have, I had a vacation planned pre COVID with to take my my son and his friend yeah yeah
0: because we had talked about meeting up
1: yeah like i said i had a plan to take my son and his friend because he wants to go see san Mm -hmm. francisco sure and then COVID happened
0: yeah yeah
1: and now i want to take him to go visit but i want everything to be a little bit more open so he can yeah really experience san francisco
0: yeah sure
1: so yeah so that's still still on the back burner but it's it's still planned
0: yeah 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 Uh what are what are the kids into? I know they're they're into hockey like you are. Are they into music at all?
1: My son's into music. My daughter yeah. listens to just your kind of generic sure, you know, tween music.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course.
1: But my son, I've gotten him into some folk punk. He's taken oh, cool. to a, taken to a days and days show with him. Oh, nice. And then we've you know, we've gone to a few shows together. Mm-hmm. He actually saw uh, Black Flag about Oh really? Like, yeah. Not too long ago. I mean, it's probably been a year or two, but... Yeah. Back when they they came around.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Did he go with you to... You went to Tyler, the Creator, recently, didn't you?
1: Yeah, he... That was his uh, Christmas present. Oh, tight. those. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's cool. Most of the concerts I go to now are because he wants to go and I'll just get an extra ticket for myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But (laughs) luckily, for the most part, we have a lot of the same music taste. Yeah, yeah. I took him to a... trippy red show and that wasn't that wasn't on my music taste it's uh he's a rapper it's like a Hmm. emo rapper for better or less
0: sure sure yeah Yeah. interesting i've never even heard of that so if you guys went to san francisco what would what would the spots be would you go to like touristy stuff like pier 39 would you hit up amoeba and hate street and all that or uh we Mm -hmm. definitely
1: hit up amoeba and do you, is Rasputin still open? Do you know? I,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure most of them are.
1: I would definitely hit up Rasputin. I was there a lot more than
0: Amoeba. You were closer to that, I think.
1: Yeah, and Rasputin had more. I was a lot more deathcore and hardcore uh-huh. at that time. Yeah. And they had a lot more of that. Oh, okay. As opposed to Amoeba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, we'd hit the record shops. Uh, you know, we'd have to go to Hate sure with him sure. down there yeah i'd probably avoid like pier 39 some of the big tourist yeah. areas because it's i mean it's nothing really like <laughs> yeah
0: yeah <laughs> not really what you go there for
1: yeah we'd probably go down to embarcadero just because mm-hmm. uh, my son also skateboards oh okay and there's some you know there's been some some big spots down there yeah so we'd yeah. hit up some of the infamous skate spots too just yeah. to show them around
0: all those tony hawk spots exactly <laughs> that's cool that'd be you played
1: this area in tony hawk 4 yeah yeah
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's pretty cool well i hope you guys can come out and uh we'll try to get out there too that'd be pretty fun kids haven't been we just recently took the kids to uh the snow for the first time uh, but they've never seen the ocean so that'd be fun to get them out there and see mm. that kind of stuff i mean my, my kids are considerably younger than yours but still
1: (laughs) yeah i mean it's still good to see the ocean i'm like i said i'm not a ocean fan but it's still nice to go see the ocean every once in a while yeah
0: especially as a kid like that just the vastness of it is is so cool to a kid uh one of these trips too because we always go to boulder city where amanda's grandparents live and we're not too far from where you are i mean relatively um i should try to once we do a longer trip down there i'm try to go down to arizona too
1: i know boulder city but where exactly is it
0: it's like uh 30 minutes south of uh vegas it's where hoover dam is oh okay
1: yeah that's actually three and a half four hours yeah yeah me. yeah yeah
0: okay yeah at the very least we might be able to meet up somewhere like in between or something i know we went to yeah. lake, lake havasu one time that was weird <laughs>
1: Yeah. Lake Havasu is a weird place When yeah. they used to have, when I coached roller hockey, uh-huh. there used to be some tournaments out there and it was, it's just a weird place in general. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely, it's like 20, 24 seven
0: spring break. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, it was an interesting place. We were only there for like maybe an hour and then we left. Well, let's talk about Pat the bunny. Um, You found uh, Pat the Bunny through Planet X, then, right?
1: Um, Well, Pat the Bunny was kind of the first one that I heard of when I was getting into folk punk. Uh Because, I mean, besides AJJ, he's probably the most popular in that scene. Yeah. I say AJJ is the most popular just because they kind of branch out from the folk punk scene. And Pat the Bunny was kind of inspirational, I would say, to a lot of the other groups. He was kind Mm -hmm. of the front runner sure not necessarily like creator but kind of the the bigger idolized name yeah yeah out of all the groups okay so he was kind of the you know the first one i heard on there
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that kind of branched out from there if you if you would have told me a year and i'm not even that, if you would have told me back when i was living in san francisco yeah that some of my favorite music was coming from violins and, and uh, you know and, and stuff like that and
0: <laughs> yeah 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 I would never would have believed you I know I know it's so funny to think about that stuff like the stuff I'm into now like just a few years ago or like high school me is just like doesn't understand current me at all
1: <laughs> yeah like I listen to days and days a lot and they have a washboard oh and do they <laughs> if, if you would have told me I would one of my favorite bands would have a washboard I'd be like, yeah, You're yeah crazy yeah <laughs>
0: Folk month band bands are so funny with all the random instruments. <laughs>
1: it's basically a lot of instruments that don't need to be plugged in.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which makes sense. It's it's very like campfire music.
1: Well, yeah, because if you you remember seeing all the the people playing music on Hate Street, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of those, I mean, honestly, that's how a lot of these bands got started.
2: Sure,
0: sure, sure. Yeah.
1: It's just out there asking for money
0: (laughs) yeah 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 this guy seems to be very like kind of prolific and um very influential but also kind of like reclusive and mysterious at the same time because he's he's kind of like left the music scene
1: yeah yeah he uh said he left the music scene just because his ideally he didn't line up with anarchism anymore Mm mm-hmm and so that was kind of why he left the scene, as from what I've heard mm-hmm. on there, it's basically his his views didn't align with his music anymore, so he yeah. just decided to step away. Yeah, yeah, from it.
0: Okay, I read a, a not a long Reddit post, but a sort of long Reddit post from apparently his brother, um, just kind of checking in. It was a couple years ago, I think. It was like just maybe pre-COVID or just like in the early COVID days. But uh, it's uh, kind of like checking in to see what he's doing. I guess he's like working with computers and stuff now, uh, not really doing music anymore.
1: I say, I think he was like a, a software developer or something like that. Because mm-hmm. I, I read that same post oh, that okay. you did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I knew it was computers, but I, th- I think it was like a software developer. Yeah, some sort along, of coding. Something along those lines. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Something to do with coding. And uh, I think there was a mention of him like maybe making some games and stuff as well, which would be uh, interesting to see. But yeah, it doesn't seem like he's doing music anymore and it's probably for the best. I mean, based on the, the lyrics and stuff, they're very, they're very self-aware. You can tell like the, the touring music life wasn't very good for him. It seemed like he really gave in to all that stuff of, you know, getting into drugs and not liking being around people being like overwhelmed being around so many people and people quote unquote, worshiping him in a way, you know, mm. it's very, It I don't know. It's pretty interesting that like someone who has those kind of like issues with being, um, extremely introverted would kind of like get to that point. Uh, and it makes sense that he would be like, you know what? I I don't want to do this anymore. It's overwhelming.
1: <laughs> I mean, you've seen that same kind of issue with, quite a few people though like mm-hmm. i mean obviously not to the same scale but like Kirk cobain sure sure, very introverted person seemed kind of awkward when he mm-hmm. was in the limelight yeah just yeah, kind of yeah. wanted to step away from it
0: it's v- his his lyric writing is is not exactly what i expected i don't know we can kind of get into it song by song but like whereas because my point of reference is uh, AJJ. That's pretty much it for folk punk. I got a couple other (laughs) things here and there. Um, a lot of this reminds me of, uh, the band Martha. I don't know if you ever listened to them. They have like a offshoot band that's kind of folk punky. Um, and it kind of, kind of reminds me of that a little bit here and there, but, uh, I just like that the lyrics are very like self-aware, self-referential talking about like, his mental health issues and stuff like that. And what I've listened to of AJJ, that stuff seems more like societal issues, um, political things, but also the lyrics are very like hopeful and kind of happy. Like listening to AJJ, I always feel kind of happy and like uplifted. Um, And this was kind of the opposite. (laughs) It's it's very depressing, but also really, really well-written
1: yeah. That's part of one of the main things I like about him is mm-hmm. lyrical content. Cause it is, it's very just real and raw. Like mm-hmm. basically just tells his story without, you know, there's no fillers or anything, which just what happens, happens is yeah. no painting a pretty picture. When if you feel your life isn't a pretty picture. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Speaking of which let's talk about our first song off of, I think 2014, Uh, the album Probably Nothing, Possibly Everything, Uh, I'm Not a Good Person.
3: I'm not a good person. Ask anyone who knows me. I'm mean and bitter and a failure at everything that I say I believe.
0: This one kind of starts with like the classic. This is the rhythm. Folk punk rhythm is exactly what I was expecting to hear mm. on this one. I wasn't sure about, uh, I didn't realize it was like a, just a solo thing. So I, I kind of like that actually. Because the, the random instruments tend to be a little off-putting, but I've never really given those bands a try. Like I've never listened to Days and Days before. Um, or the, oh, what's the band? One of the other bands that you are maybe gonna give me uh, rich city Center yes 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 they just came through Sacramento like two times this year I think they tour a lot but yeah they have well, they're
1: also they're also from uh Oregon I believe oh, so they okay. relatively so close. even e- yeah even small tours they'll hit up Sacramento yeah
0: yeah but yeah like those those bands like I always see pictures of and I'm like oh they have different instruments and I've never really listened to too many of those but I kind of like that this is just uh just acoustic guitar.
1: Yeah, a lot of his stuff, even when he was in bands like uh, Johnny Hobo and the Freight Trains or Ramshackle Glory, mm-hmm. a lot of those tours, even though the album had multiple instruments, a lot of the tours was just him and a guitar, oh, okay. or him and a guitar and a harmonica. And yeah, that yeah, yeah, was It for the most part.
0: That's cool. Makes touring easier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you when you made the playlist? Did you put them in a specific order? Did you want to start with this one for sure? Or
1: I kind of tinkered with the order a little bit. It doesn't necessarily have to be in this order, mm-hmm. but I kind of tinkered with it just a little bit. I think I'm not a good person is a good one to an overall start. Sure, sure. To Pat the Bunny.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, I only have one timestamp on this one. Uh, it's at 1:45. Do you have anything ahead of that? <laughs> That's
1: the exact timestamp I have. Oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm
3: not a good person not even you. I'm staying home because I can't stand the sound of another heartbeat in the room.
0: So kind of, I'm not a- I just dig the overall vibe of this song. The, the like feeling of I'm not a good person and just wanting to be alone and stay home all the time is very, very relatable to me. Um, but I love that line about uh, not wanting to hear another heartbeat. Uh, I can't stand the sound of another heartbeat in the room it is uh very relatable.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think it's very relatable. And also just that little, little line right there kind of sums up a lot of his music mm-hmm. as well. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. It's, it's really kind of is a good song to start the playlist with. It kind of gives you the overall feeling of, uh, his style and his lyric writing and stuff.
1: Yeah. I had, I had a, a quote from high fidelity. The quote is, uh, did I listen to pop music because I was miserable or was I miserable because I listened to pop music?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so that's, that's how I feel about a lot of the folk punk stuff, you know, it's kind of relatable to that same line.
0: (laughs) Totally. Totally. Uh, I mean, I kind of feel bad. I'd only have the one time. Do you have any other timestamps on that one?
1: No. Yeah. I just have some, it's just kind of the overall feel yeah uh, and like we discussed like we discussed earlier it's just you know his lyrics are pretty raw mm-hmm. and even if someone isn't necessarily 100 percent relate to what he says the feeling is still relatable because everyone's been there at least one or two points in their life
0: yeah 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 sure yeah it's a good song you should go listen to it folks <laughs> well then i guess we'll move on to the next song i have more timestamps on the on pretty much all the other songs Well, the next one, I think off of Die the Nightmare in 2011, uh, is called Never Coming Home. hard to figure out which albums these were on because uh, the playlist had like a picture which was a kind of a compilation of a bunch of early EPs or something like that.
1: Yeah as far as what they have available on Apple Music mm-hmm. I wasn't 100% sure because I've downloaded a bunch of stuff from Bandcamp oh, so I had true. to make sure it, it all lined up that <laughs> yeah, when yeah, I sent yeah. you the playlist it was still there <laughs> Yeah Yeah
0: <laughs> yeah. All, all five songs were there uh, so that worked out <laughs> So it's either off of Die the Nightmare or it's off of that compilation, but I think they're the same—the same thing.
1: They're pretty much a lot of his songs, as far as uh, his solo stuff and then Ramshackle Glory. A lot of it is the same lyrics, just with a band.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay, so some of these songs he he's played with Ramshackle Glory as well.
1: Uh, Never Coming Home—that we're about to listen to—that one is with Ramshackle Glory. Oh, the lyrics okay. that I actually have I pulled up are the Ramshackle of Glory ones with the same lyrics just, like I said, they're just a band.
0: Oh, interesting. It. Okay. That's cool. I should listen to that. Does he play acoustic still or does he play electric?
1: Uh, it's it's all still an acoustic feel mm-hmm. to it. It's just, you know, it's not like a uh, full rock band yeah, yeah, yeah. with them, but yeah. Every I once in a drums.
0: while. Okay, okay. Some drums and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Every once in a while listening to this, I've I, just wanted to be like you could do like a nice little solo here or something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, his
1: stuff uh Wingnut Dishwashers Union. That one is a little bit more uh band a little bit more okay. on the punkish side, not necessarily like one really called punk. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's a little bit more upbeat mm-hmm. on there. Okay. Okay.
0: This one or the next one are my favorite songs. Uh, I wrote down that this one is my favorite, so I'll stick with that. <laughs> <laughs> I do really like this song. It as the last one was kind of very typical folk punk from what I was expecting to hear and everything. This one is kind of not. It makes me think more of like neutral milk hotel. Uh, it's kind of a slower rhythm, it's not just a dun 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 the whole time. And I really appreciate that. And um I think it's cool that it's Kind of varied a little bit. I really, I really like that.
2: If you
3: want salvation, then you want to go see a priest. God's forgiveness for those that we heard in this world never was
2: guaranteed.
0: I, I really love his vocal delivery especially on that part where uh, his voice jumps up like an octave and he gets kind of like a little bit of grit in his voice every once in a while. Uh, It's really, really nice delivery.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's not much of any of the songs where I'm like, yeah, that's an okay lyric. (laughs) They're pretty much all good
0: lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like even when he's talking about shooting heroin, like I've never done that, but it's, he makes it, relatable yeah yeah i know i know that sounds kind of weird but (laughs) yeah
0: we'll we'll talk about that on the next song (laughs) (laughs) that's true (laughs) yeah i I watched a live video of this one i didn't spend enough time watching uh videos of this this was the only one i watched a video of it was like him in a record store i think just him by himself total totally looks like one of those anarchy punks just wearing whatever he really really puts so much of himself into the words as he's singing. Um, it's really, really cool to, to watch him do it live too. Um, oh, that was a question. Have you ever seen him live in any, any form?
1: I have not that those tickets I had for that, his last oh, show God. for him, Glory was the only real time cause he takes, he took a lot of breaks mm. off mm. on there. And then when I first discovered him, it was kind of, between a break sure sure and then they just never really yeah 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 and I was never really looking into shows for them just because everything they had was super small shows mm-hmm. yeah it's one of those things that like if you're not in the scene sure you don't really know about yeah and so un- unfortunately I would love to have seen him but I, I never have
0: okay okay also something about the way he plays or the look of him in the video I watched anyway. Reminded me of Mountain Goats too. Not necessarily the sound kind of. Have you ever listened to Mountain Goats much?
1: I have a little bit. Not mm. a whole lot though.
0: Yeah. It's weird. The it, it, like Mountain Goats and then like Billy Bragg are kind of these bands that I like or artists that I like that are kind of like f- sort of folk punk adjacent. Like I was thinking about it, I was like, is Billy Bragg or like Woody Guthrie kind of like the father of folk punk a little bit? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I know that uh, mountain goats get brought up a lot in kind mm-hmm. of folk punk conversations. UFC, because I'm on the the folk punk Reddit, so you'll see like, hey, I'm mm-hmm. new to folk punk who should I listen to? You'll yeah. list a full bunch of folk punk bands, and then and then mountain usually goats. at least two or three. <laughs> yeah, at least two or three people will be like, they're not folk punk, but you should check out the mountain goats. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's it's not there, but it it's kind of in the same same vibe, sort of. Yeah, um, especially the the earlier stuff. Um, it's been quite a while since I listened to any of his, his stuff. I randomly saw him at Amiibo one time, um, in San Francisco, which was weird. I was just randomly there just record shopping and like they were getting, he was getting set up and I was like looking through the records and I'm like, who is this guy over here? And so I asked somebody next to me and they're like, Oh, this is mountain goats. I was like, what are you fucking serious? (laughs) That's so rad. (laughs) Yeah, I never stumbled
1: across a concert at Amoeba, even though they had them all the time.
0: Yeah, I went. That was the only time I went in San Francisco. And one time in L.A. I went when we when I lived down there, I saw um, the Deers played there. It's always kind of weird and awkward because you're just like standing in the in the aisles or whatever. Yeah, just sorry, I'm blocking the J's of CDs right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plus, like, I worked at a record store for six years, and I always kind of hated it when we have in-store concerts because it's, it's I was so always, loud. I,
1: I was always curious about that because Zia Records down here in Arizona mm-hmm. has them from time to time, and they're a fairly small yeah. place, especially in comparison to Amoeba. Yeah, yeah. They're, and they would have in-stores, and I went to one mm-hmm. one time, and it was like you're literally just... Nobody can shop. Yeah, yeah. While the while the concert's going yeah, on. Yeah, we
0: never had any that big at Dimple. Um, I think the biggest was, I think Dredge when they played there. There was quite a few people. We would get we would have signings a lot, and we would get a lot of people for signings, especially when it was like Insane Clown Posse related bands. People would just show up in droves for those those signings. Uh, the coolest one was George Clinton. We had George Clinton one time. That was pretty tight. That'd be fun. And we had a lot of the Bay Area stuff that you like. Uh, They would show up all the time. Nice. We just went to, um, I went record store shopping with Cody a couple of weeks ago. And uh, our friend Justin was, he does like, um, he makes like horror masks and like little magnets of horror characters and stuff like it. Really fucking cool stuff. But he was selling them at this like, Outside of this weed shop here in Sacramento, oh. and uh, Keek the Sneak was doing a signing there, so I saw Keek the Sneak for the first time in like, I don't know, fifteen years or whatever.
1: Nice, yeah. I'm a the living in San Francisco got me a lot into like Keek the Sneak, yeah. and just basically hyphy music All in that general, hyphy
0: this <laughs> <fizz> stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was very very popular at the record store I worked at.
1: Yeah, the whole like hyphy popularity was dying down when i moved to san francisco but obviously Mm -hmm. in the bay area it was still huge yeah as far as like the overall popularity of it was kind of dying down yeah (laughs) so i'd I'd hear it everywhere i went in san francisco but then i would Mm -hmm. go back to visit in arizona and nobody cared maybe (laughs) yeah you'd you'd have e40 on the radio but that was sure sure, yeah (laughs)
0: oh man oh e40 we he came through so many times because i mean bay area and sacramento are right next to each other pretty much yeah but yeah every time he had a new cd come out we would get so many copies and he'd come through and do a signing and yeah they never perform though they would always come and do signings but they would never perform any of those the like uh hyphy rappers
1: that's unfortunate i hope they would you know do at least one song
0: yeah yeah no they would they would play the music uh we would have the music playing but they would just do a signing they would never pre- perform i don't think Fucking anyway, <laughs> uh, back on topic. <laughs> again really good delivery i love the line because i'm at home but i'm not here it was really fucking great yeah this guy's voice is is really really cool
1: yeah his voice kind of it makes you feel what he's talking about yeah
0: yeah that's a good good way to describe it
1: Yeah, it's just the uh, the friends roll past my house at night uh, and boxcars cars they sleep. Mm-hmm. So it just r- reminds me of, like the hu- the whole freight hopping scene is yeah. huge in folk punk. Yeah, and it just always reminds me of that line. In particular, reminds me of San Francisco because I made friends with some train hoppers that were down there, and I was supposed to go with them on one of them to oh. photograph the adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, when we went back to meet, apparently. One of them got in a little bit of trouble, so they they left a day early. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I never got to make my trip. <laughs> oh, bummer. Yeah. That's So that that those lines just always remind me of San Francisco and yeah, like yeah. The, the the train hopper community. I, I mean, I've heard stories of all kinds of things of you know, mm-hmm. it can be a dangerous thing, but yeah, yeah, the few that I've talked to, I mean it's always they've always been super nice and mm-hmm. everything. So Yeah.
0: Man, that's too bad. Maybe one of these days.
1: <laughs> I'm getting a little old to be hopping hopping trains <laughs>
0: now. That's how um, that's but, how you uh you and the kids can take your trip to San Francisco is hop the train and
1: <laughs> I'm a, I'm a bit old and out of shape to be running down trains now.
0: <laughs> 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 My last timestamp is, is at uh, two twenty-two.
1: Mine's at two eleven. Okay, I'll just play through.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Shit hits hard man
1: (laughs) yeah that that opening line the a promise for me is just a lie i ain't told yet yeah yeah it's just an incredibly true (laughs) line for for anyone
0: (laughs) yeah and the uh ready to die but i don't want to don't want you i don't want to watch you watch me die is basically what he's saying and yeah yeah it's that shit just hits a little too close to home when I was listening to this. I'd get a little, like, worked up for a little <laughs> bit and I'd have to, like, fast forward. <laughs> it's really great stuff. It, it's weird because, like, part of me loves that that it's just him and an acoustic guitar. It's It's so, like, raw and personal sounding and you almost feel invasive listening to it a little bit. But then the other part of me is, like, I want this to sound like Iron Chic. <laughs> at the same time, like just, <laughs> you know, pop punk or, you know, that kind of festy pop punk or whatever, because it would fit so well. The lyric content is very similar and it could be there. And so I'm curious to listen to some of the the bands to see. I know it's not going to be that kind of same thing, but uh, I'm curious to, to see how the songs build with with other people on them.
1: And that's, that's kind of why I prefer his solo stuff over Ramshackle Glory. Mm-hmm. Like, I love Ramshackle Glory. Mm-hmm. But just, like you were saying, just him and a guitar just feels different yeah. singing this than him with a band yeah. singing it. Yeah, There's just a different overall feel to yeah. the music on there.
0: Yeah. It doesn't feel like, I don't know, corny. Like, the acoustic stuff that I would listen to, you know, especially as, like, a, in my early 20s when I was in the Dashboard Confessional and stuff like that, like that's just fucking cheesy and, and corny or whatever, but this is very like very fucking real. It's yeah.
1: Yeah. I think it's a little bit different of just this open and honest versus like a cheesy love song. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Totally.
0: Totally. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which I love cheesy love songs
0: too, but sure. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sick. Um, are you ready for the next song? Yeah, yeah. All right, off of the same album, probably. <laughs> um, this <laughs> one is called "From here to Utopia. threat reference even uh, even if you're talking about doing heroin while you're talking about minor threat <laughs> that's my
1: first timestamp. stamp
0: <laughs> yeah mine too I'm gonna play it real quick
3: well I've been listening to minor threat records all day and shit if I do not know every word I sing along as I time.
0: It's, I'm such an innocent little straight edge boy that I didn't quite like a new tie off meant something to do with, with, I thought it was like uh alcohol thing the first time I was listening to this. And then after a few listens and like really paying attention, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> this is some yeah, trade spotting I was, shit.
1: <laughs> I was debating of that timestamp or just a little bit later when he makes a little bit more of a clear reference. Yeah. 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 When he talks about the, the needle. I, yes, was, yes. I wasn't sure which one to do. Uh, that, one is, <laughs> that one is a more obvious line
0: yeah 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 he gets into it and listening a few times and reading the lyrics and kind of the juxtaposition juxtaposition which is I think the point of the lyrics right is listening to a minor threat while you're tying off and getting ready to shoot up and kind of how he he agrees with out of step um, and he gets what Ian is saying but then the next part I'm going to play as soon as it hits, he doesn't give a fuck anymore. He doesn't give a fuck about anything. He's gone. I don't know. It's, it's really fucking well-written, powerful shit.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's one of those ones like, you know, you obviously know you shouldn't be doing heroin mm-hmm. and you, you know, by the, the green with minor threat, but then you have that hold on you yeah, that yeah. once, like you, once it hits your vein, you don't care anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: bother with knowing who i am for a while at least in a moment the whole world is gonna melt around me and i'll swear i don't miss it as i lie to you tonight
0: yeah and i love at the end there where his voice just blurts out as i lie to you tonight yeah it's very cool it it's it's i don't know it's very good descriptors of like i obviously i've never done any drugs i don't know what it feels like but it it's it feels like a good description of what that maybe feels like.
1: Yeah. That's why I wanted to put that timestamp. I think the, the referencing minor threat kind of helps that out too. Yeah. Cause you got yeah. from one extreme to the other. Yeah. If, you know, if you're a minor threat fan, you know, the, the hardcore straight edge yeah.
0: versus doing heroin while listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, my ears perked up as soon as I heard minor threat. <laughs> uh,
1: that, that helps understand the, the EM, reference yeah to. yeah
0: yeah yeah exactly <laughs> uh, I have technically two more timestamps but they're right right after another not till 320 though this this song's a little longer so do you have anything before that
1: mine's not till 504 because okay. my timestamp was kind of just that whole that whole reference we went down I was just yeah. kind of just encompassing that whole time there yeah
2: my friend William came to
3: me with a message of hope it went fuck you and everything that you think you know if you're not
0: So I, I really like that. I like the idea of, yes, you have these ideals, but sometimes you do need to put them aside. And I think that speaks to like what he said later on about how the way he sees the world doesn't necessarily line up with hardcore anarchism anymore. Um, and that's why he steps away. And that's why he's doing his computer stuff now, you know, making a living that way instead. It's very interesting. And it's, it's something that you have to think about a lot, especially as you get older You know, when you're a teenager in your 20s or whatever, you feel like you can change the world Uh, and maybe you can in little small ways. And I think that speaks more to the next lines that I'm going to play. But I don't don't know if it's about growing up or I don't know if it's just realizing that we don't really live in an idealized world.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think it might be a little combination of both Mm -hmm. on there. Because I'm trying to remember the time frame of when his solo stuff was. Mm -hmm. I think it was let's see it was quite a few years after because you can tell by listening to if you go through his uh the order of his bands Uh you can tell you know johnny hobo the first one super angsty super anarchist Mm -hmm. lots of everything is about anarchy drugs alcohol yeah (laughs) and you can see kind of he mellows down a little bit on some of those things Mm -hmm. as he goes through because there's in some of his earlier stuff there's no way he'd be talking about uh, rehab which is yeah. solo stuff He mentions Rehab yeah. in there um, So
3: let me play the next couple
0: Lines a little bit here
2: I thought about how for thousands of
3: years There have been people who told us That things can't go on like this From Jesus Christ to the Diggers From Malthus to Zersin, From Karl Marx to Huey Newton But the shit goes on and on stop before I just play the whole thing
0: (laughs) Um, yeah I've very cool lyrics about you know uh, people that have been screaming for change for years and years and years and gives all these examples uh, some of which I had to look up because I didn't know who he was talking about very very cool and the last couple lines there about how you know you've everybody does a little bit of changing the world even you know your small relative to yourself world uh, a little bit like I can change my kids world and things like that um, I don't know I this these lyrics uh this the t- couple timestamps I just played really speak to kind of how I see the world now and how I think about things now uh, and yeah I, it really kind of hit close to home I like I really, really love it. Yeah. I really like the line of "uh, everybody
1: can, or what was it now I'm not saying that we can't change the world because everybody does at least a little bit of that. Yeah. I really like, like you were saying, it's, you know, may not change the overall huge world, but you can change a little piece yeah, yeah, of it. Yeah. And that's a good reminder
0: at times. Yeah. Yeah. Even stuff like uh, when you're coaching hockey or whatever, like that's changing somebody's world in, in small ways. Yeah. 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 So even if you're not changing
1: a big picture, yeah. you know, focus on changing a, a small picture yeah. type of thing.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let's do, what'd you say yours was? Five something? Uh, five Oh four. Five Oh four.
1: He was just getting ready to say anymore, but then uh, that was it.
0: Let's do it anymore. <laughs> 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 uh, I I meant to like my phone was about to lock, and so I hit it, and then it locked. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> no worries. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead.
1: I would say I just like the line. The I know it's hard to give a shit sometimes, but uh, promise me we'll always try. Yeah. 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 It's just he kind of he kind of ends it you know, that note on a, a positive notes. I don't want to hate you. I don't want to hate me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to hate everything anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So even though, you know, a lot of it is kind of, you know, bleak lyrics, you get those ending that like, hey, yeah, I want things to be better. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Especially when he's pretty much starting the song, talking about like shooting up and, you know, wanting to get away from the world and all that kind of stuff to leading to talking about, uh, you know, what he was just saying. Uh, yeah, my memory is bad, so I don't remember what the words were we just listened to. So <laughs> that's why
1: I pulled up. I have a few tabs open yeah, on my laptop probably, that have lyrics.
0: <laughs> should probably pull those up.
1: <laughs> that's why, if you for some of your timestamps, you'll see me kind of looking, like trying to see where it is in the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but anyway, really fucking great song. And another good, uh, good thing about this song was uh, I didn't notice that it was almost six minutes long until like. I sat down to take notes on timestamps. So that's, that's good. You got a six minute song and it doesn't feel like a six minute song.
1: Yeah. I listened to this song all the time and mm-hmm. then it wasn't until I was taking notes and I'm looking at it and I'm like, wait, my time is at five oh four, and the song <laughs> still has more time left. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You still got like an entire minute left.
1: Yeah. I never realized the song was that long. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I listened to, I listened to Pat the Bunny at least once a day, it
0: seems like. Yeah. I I think because he doesn't for this song in particular, he doesn't spend a lot of time like doing instrumentation stuff. It's all these songs are very like filled to the bone with lyrics. Um, And so you, and he's really good at like telling a story. He's not like even the choruses don't feel like a repetitive chorus. So he's very good at like doing this narrative through these songs and this one especially kind of takes you on a bit of a journey or whatever.
1: Yeah, a lot of them don't. They don't feel like verse chorus verse chorus. Yeah, yeah. And that's, yeah. that's what kind of makes it. Like you were saying, that's what makes it not seem like a six minute long song. Yeah, because it's yeah. not your traditional broken down.
0: Yeah, and you're not taking a you know thirty seconds to do a guitar solo or something like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I don't know. Sometimes I want, but <laughs> not for this. Yeah, not not in
1: this one. Yeah.
0: All right, are we ready for the next song? Yes. Okay. This one is called I'm Going Home.
3: I'm stupid enough to throw my life away on music like it was that simple. But if singing changed anything, they'd make it illegal. I hate strangers, loud noises.
0: I always want to say I'm not going home for some reason. <laughs>
1: It's because the the first song, the, yeah, uh, the never coming home,
0: <laughs> or yeah, never coming home, and then I'm going home. <laughs> this is a, this one reminds me a lot of, or it could be like a Martha song or their other band is called. Um, uh, it's abbreviated, but it's one night stand in North Dakota. It's abbreviated as onus on Sid or something oh, like okay. that. Oh, okay. I know. Have you heard that? I don't listen. I don't listen to them
1: much, but I know that that
0: group. Okay, they. I think their first album was Planet X. Was on Planet X. I mean,
1: I can't remember why, but there was a reason why I don't listen to them. There was something I didn't like about oh, okay. them. Okay. Uh uh-huh. I don't know if it was the vocals or what.
0: I've I've um. Uh, played them for people before and they didn't like the guy's voice because it was a little too nasally.
1: That's what it must be then. Yeah.
0: But uh, very good if you want to give it a try. Martha is, he doesn't sing all the time in Martha. Martha is like three different singers. Um, so I don't know. Anyway, w- I did an episode with Dante on Martha if you're interested. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, this song's really fucking good. I kind of just want to play the chorus. I think it's the chorus. It's at 29 seconds. I believe that's the chorus. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to tell.
2: And
3: would you, and would you believe there are people who come to me for advice? I'm driving fast as the car can go, because
2: I'm going home.
0: I kinda just want to play every version of that, because each time it's like a different would would you believe this? Would you believe this or whatever? Yeah. But yeah, I I Love the presentation of, of, and would you, and would you believe Uh just the vocal delivery on that is, is really fucking great. And I kind of feel the same way sometimes. <laughs> uh, like <laughs> for this podcast, would you believe that people will listen to this? <laughs>
1: yeah, I had, I almost put the, one of those courses on there just for that same reason. Yeah, Yeah. But how it kind of, kind of varies a little bit each time and it kind of relates back to, the mm-hmm. verse before it, but it's you know still the same chorus, just a, few, just a minor tweak, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: There. Actually, I think my other my only other time stamp on this one, I think, is is the last one of those because it leads into the end of the song. And the end of the song, the end of this song is really fucking great. That's uh, probably the second time stamp that I have is probably the
1: same one. Then, <laughs> okay, uh, what do, uh you, have, what do you got? Uh, 150.
3: I got sober by going to rehab. Not arguing so much for once Punk rockers asked
2: me how I did it hoping for an easier way
1: Yeah I meant to do a little bit beforehand but you got it was the general idea okay on there Uh yeah just you know about <clears throat> talking about uh got sober going to rehab and then Punk rockers asked how I did it hoping it, for an easier
0: way Yeah yeah and them not liking the answer is really uh, yeah, It's kind of cool. Yeah,
1: because it seems like a lot of the, the that, you know, just looking for an easy way out when yeah. Some, yeah. something like that, there's not an easy way
0: Yeah, out. You've <laughs> got to fucking put in some work to get past yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'm going to play the last little chorus. I'll probably just play the rest of the song. It's only 26 seconds.
2: And would you, and would you
3: believe that they don't like An atheist can, and then I walk home I'm going fast as the car can go because I'm going home
0: yeah I just love how desperate sounding his voice gets sometimes it's so fucking great yeah
1: I, I just love the line I pray as much as an atheist can yeah and then yeah. I walk home yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it's really I don't know it's really nice. I don't know, just really well-written. I don't even know what to say about it. Um, I was reading on, uh, I think it was on Genius.com. They had some little annotations on that part talking about how, you know, it, going through rehab and, and AA, there's always uh, some sort of religious aspect to that um, and trying to connect with, with God or the Bible or whatever instead of connecting with whatever your vice, other vice is. And that's kind of an interesting way, uh, and it seems like it even helped him, even though he's an atheist, that he can you know maybe pray or or whatever it is to help him get past you know his heroin use and other addictions and things like that. I don't, it's very I don't know. It's interesting to think about. Yeah, the whole AA and NA
1: mm-hmm. just basically going from your whatever your addiction is to. God is it's an interesting turn and I know a few I know some people that have gone through either NA or AA that that has actually what pushed them away from it
0: yeah 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 I feel like that would push me away as well especially with I feel like a lot of people because they already have an addictive personality they kind of get really really into that like they become addicted to the religion aspect of it but yeah, yeah that, it just goes from one addiction to the other. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's really, really interesting. Really cool. Uh, really cool lyrics. Very good, like descriptive stuff. I love it.
1: I would say I'm a big fan of how, like you were saying, how descriptive it is. He mm-hmm. kind of paints a picture, a, a good picture that, like I said before, even if you're not doing those things, you kind of mm-hmm. get what he, you get, what he's going through. Yeah. On yeah. There a lot of it's, you know, the description of the lyrics, the, you can feel it in his, in his voice.
2: Mm-hmm. So yeah.
1: It kind of yeah, helps. You can
0: absolutely feel it in his voice, especially the the end of that. It's just so raw sounding. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Well, our last song then off of die the nightmare again, I think it's uh your heart is the, is a muscle the size of your fist.
3: me nothing but kindness she would say I know how sad you get
2: days, this song
0: is great it's a good closer for the playlist for sure uh, especially the chorus is, is really good on this one so let's listen to a little bit of that I have 30 seconds do you have anything before that
1: you probably timestamp better mine's at 34 but it's probably the same thing
3: okay, okay. <laughs> it gets better I promise you and she tell me your heart is a muscle, the your fist. keep on loving keep on fighting and hold on and hold on, hold on for your life mm-hmm.
0: Yeah I just wanted to include the little pause before it as well
1: Oh yeah that's what it was yeah that's why yours was different <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah really good chorus it's it's pretty simple but uh I like that each time um sort of like the last song but it, in this one just in like tone and presentation each time it's it's a little um louder for lack of a better word each each time the chorus comes around it's really cool this is
1: a uh this song is interesting if you do the comparison between the solo stuff that we're listening to and Mm -hmm. his ramshackle glory stuff Mm -hmm. because this song for ramshackle glory is probably one of their most popular songs oh okay while as for his solo stuff it's you know halfway down the list like if you yeah. go on you know itunes popular songs like this yeah. one's halfway down the list okay. whereas for ramshackle glory i think it's number one.
0: Oh, okay so
1: interesting. it's interesting kind of the the difference yeah, yeah on yeah. there hmm. which i like this version a little bit better but mm-hmm. that's just because
0: it just seems more personal yeah 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 i think that's kind of the case with all these i actually kind of want to i'm going to look up ramshackle glory i want to hear that version
3: <laughs> <laughs> Do you never show me nothing but kindness She would say I know how sad you get In some days I still get that way but it gets better it gets better, it gets better, sweetie, it gets better, I promise you. And she tell me, she tell me, she's hard as
2: impossible, the size of your fist. Keep on loving,
3: keep on fighting, and hold on, and hold on. And hold on
2: for your life. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I think I like the acoustic version better.
1: <laughs> it kind of it kinda of changes the
0: tone yeah.
1: a little bit of it.
0: Uh, as, I don't know how I feel about like the the like grand almost gang vocal chorus as well like I, I like yeah. maybe like toward the end when it, as it gets louder and louder each time sure but the first one come on guys come on <laughs> yeah
1: it's what interesting it's interesting comparing the, the two to each other because there's a handful of his songs that, that do that yeah and it's just weird comparing the two like like I said, I love Ramshackle Glory, but for some mm-hmm. of those songs, it kind of takes away—not necessarily the sincerity, but like the desperation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In his totally. voice, because it's a little bit more singing rather mm-hmm. than just kind of almost screaming. Kind yeah, of. yeah. Couldn't couldn't quite think of the word to actually describe <laughs> it, but I
0: know I know what you mean though. <laughs> um, interesting, interesting. I kind of I want to go listen to some of these other songs with the full band or whatever, just to kind of get the comparison. Uh, But yeah, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to side with you and be more on the acoustic side.
1: (laughs) Ramshackle glory was a band. I was thinking of giving you a list for, Mm -hmm. but this, that one album that has this song on it. I, if I did five songs, it would literally be five from that album. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) Whereas there's, there's still two other albums that are still good albums. It's just Uh that one is just, I think so much better
0: okay yeah <laughs> <And> them <laughs> okay well let's get back to the solo version I don't have anything else until 148 do you have anything ahead of that I don't okay cool <laughs> I just like the he picks up the pace of the vocals there for a while and just kind of like spits off this like insane vocal dump for a second uh, yeah that's cool
1: i do like how you you cut it out right before he's talking about his friend going to his parents cabin and yeah that himself. part made me sad
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i was curious on how on how far you were going to go on that clip yeah yeah
0: no i <laughs> I considered writing down that timestamp because it is an interesting part, but it, it kind of just bums me out a little bit. So I didn't want to include it. <laughs> that that was kind of my
1: reasoning for it too. I debated yeah. putting that part in there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was my other timestamp. I, I could play kind of the last chorus unless you have anything else.
1: My my timestamp is the last chorus.
0: Okay. What what is the number on on that? Uh I have it as two thirty five. Two thirty five. Okay. Let me do that because I do like the, the last version of the chorus.
3: Your heart is a muscle, size of your fist. Keep on loving, keep on fighting. And hold on, and hold on, hold on for your life.
0: stripped down version i mean it's all stripped down but you know what i mean <laughs> um, uh yeah. it's good i mean it's good songwriting that's the thing is like it's not just him like strumming through chords for for 3 minutes and then being done it he does put thought and and effort into like the actual craft of the song which is cool yeah
1: it's good storytelling i know we've said mm-hmm. that a few times but just if you listen you know from start to finish like even though that those lines kind of depressing. We talked about his friend killing himself, but it's yeah. just that good story telling as far as the, how he tells it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it sounds like it's just like you and a friend having a conversation for mm-hmm. some of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Really, really cool. Um, this was cool. Cause I, you know, I have kind of preconceived notions about folk punk. It's all some of, some of it is, um, I don't know if off putting is the right word, but like, you know, for me, I think of folk, folk punk. And of course I think of AJJ and I think of, you know, sitting around the campfire with your smelly anarchist friends or whatever. Um, oh, I'm an idiot. But this was really cool. It's It's very raw and real fucking lyrics and presentation is very cool. So I wasn't expecting that. It's kind of what I'm getting at. Uh, I was expecting, you know, washboards and and violins, out of tune violins and things like that.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, there's plenty. There's plenty of that. Plenty other, of that. <laughs> yeah. But that, that's kind of what I started with with uh, Pat the Bunny to introduce folk punk just in general. Yeah. As yeah. well as as him. Yeah. Because a lot of it is when you think folk punk, you think of like the crust punk kid with mm-hmm. an acoustic guitar. Yes.
0: Yes. That's essentially what I was getting to,
1: <laughs> which I mean, there is a huge overlap yeah. of those two. Yes. Cause you'll see a lot of the folk punk kids opening up mm-hmm. for those crust punk yeah. bands. Yeah. And that's how a lot of them got started. And there's a lot of correlation between the two. Yeah. So I, I definitely get the, when you think of folk punk, that's what you think of. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's about eighty percent of it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> sure, sure, sure.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it, it's very cool. I like to add another another one to my my repertoire or whatever. <laughs> That's not the right word at all. Um, uh, let's see. Let's give them a give him a rating. Uh, I liked it quite a bit. What did I give Piebald? I got to give him more than I gave Piebald. I gave Piebald three point six. Uh, I'll give Pat the Bunny. I'll bump up to three point eight seconds of summer for Pat the Bunny. That's good shit. Well, yeah, this was fun. You feel free to give me more folk punk bands or uh, what was it? Oh, Mac Miller. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. do Mac Miller one of these days, and we're gonna cry for a for a long time.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you can. You can kind of see the picture behind me. Oh, is Mac that Miller.
0: Mac Miller? Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm gonna have
1: to. I might get a little teary-eyed on. Yeah, yeah On yeah. that one. That's
0: okay. That's okay. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for coming on the pod, Eric.
1: No problem. Yeah. Thanks for uh, for having me on here.
0: Sure. Come back anytime you want. <laughs> I can give you a band I'll, sometime too.
1: That'll work for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Go listen to Pat the Bunny. And uh, be sad, but also hopeful and happy. 16 minutes.
2: That's a short episode. I should probably just talk to myself for like an hour.